0: Hi everyone, it's Indra from Family KarmaCast. Deanna and I are still on our little podcast holiday break, so today's episode is going to be a re-release of our discussion of Priyanka Chopra's memoir, Unfinished, which she released last year. We thought this might be kind of fun to listen to again since she's in the new Matrix Resurrections movie. And it's also just a fun conversation about her life and how she's made it to where she is today. There's a lot you probably don't know about her. I definitely felt that after reading her book and talking about it with Deanna. So you will probably learn a lot. Also, you may have heard that on December 30th, a major fire broke out in the Boulder area, which is close to where both Deanna and I live, and the fire burned down almost a thousand homes in our community. So our hearts go out to all of those affected by these devastating fires, and especially to those who lost their homes and everything that they have. If you want to help from afar, wherever you're listening, you can make a donation to the Boulder County Wildfire Fund by visiting www.coloradogives.org slash Boulder County Wildfire Fund. I'll also put the link in our episode notes for today in case you'd like to help. And again, our hearts go out to all affected by this awful tragedy in our community. Thank you all so much for listening to Family Karma Cast and be sure to tune in next week when we'll have a brand new episode including some announcements about the podcast in general in 2022. Happy New Year and enjoy this episode about the one and only Priyanka Chopra.
1: Okay, here we go, Priyanka. Chopra Jonas, here we go. Here this, we go. This one's dedicated to Priyanka.
0: Do you think she would have added the Jonas if she was like with an unknown, like a Smith? <laughs> uh,
1: that's an off. Ki- that's an off mic. I have a lot to say about that relationship. Off mic. Okay. Well.
0: I think we should talk about it on Mike. I think we should be honest about our Let's thoughts. start.
1: Let's get there. Let's okay, is that your first question? So
0: well okay, well let's tell everyone. Hello, Karma Fam. Hi, what we're Karma doing fam. today mm-hmm. is we are discussing Priyanka Chopra's Two
1: thousand twenty one memoir unfinished i'm looking at it right now
0: it i'm me too i'm gonna actually daddy's,
1: daddy's little girl daddy's yeah so the to describe the
0: cover <laughs> okay. she's wearing a like blue navy blue black maybe it's black flowy top she's resting her face on her hands and her clearly on her wrist yeah. her gorgeous face is says is her tattoo daddy's little girl
1: Which we learn about
0: in... Uh, Her father passed away at a relatively young age and it really affected her. Well, she
1: was in her 20s, which is young. She was in her probably
0: late 20s, yeah. she,
1: remember, she talked about the award show that she was at and she brought her father on stage and then he passed away a couple months ago. Yeah,
0: it was like 2013, I think. So yeah, she's like 35, 36 now.
1: So I think if you plan on reading it, I feel like you should pause this, and it's a quick read. It is. It is. It's, already, you can, it's just like, you know.
0: I th- She's 38 years old. Okay. And and Nick Jonas is 10 years younger than her. 10 years her. younger.
1: So I want to preface and say I knew nothing about Priyanka before this. Nothing. Me, me,
0: I, nothing. Honestly, I'm realizing I truly did not either. Like,
1: I couldn't even name. I still can't really name.
0: <laughs> one, one Bollywood movie. What movie <laughs>
1: she's in. One, one American movie. The White movie. Tiger
0: is the only one I can Oh, name. that's right, which I have yes, yet to it's see. Really it's really I good.
1: I had no idea she was Miss Universe. Okay, so
0: I did know that once upon a time, but I had forgotten it and kind of like relearned that. So, should we should we walk through? I'm going to look at the pictures in the, in the book cuz I think they kind of narrate her life a little. So,
1: I think the interesting thing about me mm-hmm. for me Is that like both of her parents were doctors,
0: like entrepreneurial doctors, kind of like they? Right, that's actually a really good point. They like started a hos. They started several like medical centers and hospitals, right? And so like they kind of had like the business mind in a and the and the altruistic mind in addition to being doctors.
1: Well, especially you can see that because it looked like toward the end her parents sent up a plastic surgery clinic
0: oh they did
1: well right it was like for Uh, maybe
0: i missed that but yeah that would make
1: does that make sense like and that is either i mean i know of plastic surgeons that have gone bankrupt but i mean that's all cash in in the states yeah and i'm
0: sure it's the same in india i mean it's elective surgery
1: right after watching fabulous
0: lives of bollywood lives we know that there is a The same Botox plastic surgery stuff that happens in here happens over there. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so they were definitely like in the medical profession and, but also, yeah, had this kind of business sense. So we learn about how she kind of like, she got her start in beauty pageants and then into Bollywood, then into Hollywood. And now Mm -hmm. she's kind of the Priyanka Chopra that we all know now. But she kind of tells her story and the, and in her younger e- years, which I thought was really interesting and explains a lot about like why she has sort of like a not totally Indian accent, not totally American mm-hmm. accent, like something in between. I
1: realize I've never heard her speak. Oh, you what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've read her whole memoir. I've never okay. heard her. I know. I've, it's like a. It's like South Asian podcast host. Feel. Yeah,
0: well, that's you read the book, though. I'm you sorry, did, at
1: least I'm honest. I read her, her whole book. You did the hardest
0: thing to do. It would be did easier I? to watch Quantico or to watch The White Tiger, but...
1: Quantico, that is a whole segment of this. But do you want to know what I thought was interesting? Just because I have a son that's seven. Yeah. That she went to boarding school at seven. That chapter was so hard to read as a parent
0: i mean but so she moved around a lot as a younger person and so this boarding school kind of afforded her some stability in some ways Mm -hmm. so that was kind of interesting i thought but at a certain point she also goes to live in america with her Mm -hmm. mossy With with her aunt and um she lives in america for three years and so she has, and she lives in all parts of America. She lives in the Midwest. Right.
1: It's not the sexy. It's like she moves to New York City for like six months. She lives in
0: like. The Midwest. Then she's in Jackson Heights for a right. little while. Then she's back in the Midwest. So she kind of gets the whole gamut of like American teenage life.
1: And then her her family and her extended family did a lot of road trips, which which sounded really fun. And
0: that's like a very Indian thing to do. My family did a, a road ton trip? of road trips growing really? up. Really? Yeah. Like, Why do you
1: think that is?
0: Because my parents are cheap. Because <laughs> Indians are cheap. <laughs> That's actually not. A- no, no, that's like what it is. Very much. It's like if we're going to go somewhere, we're going to drive there and save money. We're not going to buy five plane wow. tickets. Like that's a waste of money. Yeah, that makes and sense. And you know what? I kind of feel the same way.
1: <laughs> Interesting. See, road trips are like not my thing. Yeah, they're hard. And we're not my parents. It's They are hard, especially like I think if it was like you and I going on a road trip, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. With my two kids that sounds terrible.
0: We're going on a road trip to Vermont <laughs> this this <gasps> summer.
1: Wow. We're driving to
0: Vermont with Leave who is my son. He's going to be almost 2 years old at that point or he will mm. be 2 years old at that point. Yeah. And I'm nervous about it. But what we yeah, decided to do is be flexible in that mm-hmm. like it's a 30 hour drive, Jesus. but we're not gonna like say that we're definitely gonna do this many hours in one day. We're gonna give ourselves as much time as we need and and you. just like hot wire hotels on the way yeah. because you know, we're gonna be vaccinated by then. It's gonna be great. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so road trips are like in my blood like because right. I've done them so much. Uh, I think it's an Indian thing. Like, I do think that many Indian families go on road trips all over the country.
1: I remember, so being a kid, I remember my dad planned one for the whole family. I must have been like, mm-hmm. eight. we went to California. We stopped in Las Vegas. And I remember my dad saying, <laughs> I'll never do this with you kids again. Yeah, because you guys made it happen. And that was the end. Like, the most road tripping we've done is like to the mountains. Yeah, yeah you know which is not even well, a road trip. Well, car trips
0: can be hard. But anyway, so
1: she did a lot of that like
0: obviously she tells she tells a lot of great stories about the closeness of her extended family which is also kind of a staple of Indian life both in right. India and abroad, you know, we find each other, it's kind of like a thing. Um but then so she gets into beauty pageants when she's back in India because she says that her youngest her younger brother who's like seven or eight years younger than her mm-hmm. wanted to get her out of the house and saw like a thing for a beauty pageant and said like you should enter this and so she like had some pictures that she had had taken for a professional modeling job right and she was like okay I'll submit these thinking like you know whatever I I, there's a twinge in the background where I'm like, is this really what happened? Or did you really just enter the beauty contest?
1: It's really tough to hear someone like you hear this with models or whatever, yeah. where it's like, I was just discovered and then yeah, it all happened, you know? And obviously she talks about her mom working with her on interview questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how dedicated she was to the process. Yeah of trying to win the Miss Universe uh, crown and title, but it's tough. It's tough like, oh, I'm so gorgeous. This was just, this just happened, Yeah, you yeah. Know? I think that- Was that tough for you to read? It Nareen?
0: was, like I do think that, I don't know, I've never done beauty pageants, but- Right. I imagine that there are similarities between those that happen in India and those in the States, and like- my impression of beauty pageant women is that like...
1: From The Bachelor a little bit. Yeah, there's
0: a ton in The Bachelor, yeah. but you know, also just what... It's like a intentional choice. Like, It's like, oh, you're gorgeous, right. you're poised, you're smart, mm. you're talented, you have all these things that could really help you win in a beauty pageant. And I think Priyanka... Obviously is gorgeous. Right. Obviously is like she had a penchant for the arts from a young age. She could sing and, you know, dance and do all these things and like she was
1: well educated too. She was well
0: educated, well spoken. Like she clearly is one of those people where if she walks into a room, it's like everybody notices right. her. Like that's yes. what the impression you get from the story and she I tells. I just wanna
1: say, um, Maybe I'm jealous cuz that's never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I
0: mean there's an element of that, but it's also like she was definitely trying to downplay in the memoir like that like in some sense this was a choice she made to enter this beauty pageant, knowing that she kind of had all the qualities that could get you right. there. Now, the the part where she was like, you know, here I am seeing all these women who are like huge in the beauty pageant world, like models and things that I've known before. And who am I? Did you I? recognize
1: any of those names when she was listing them?
0: Um, Lara Dutta sounds familiar to me, but and she's kind of just like, I'm never going to get anywhere within this like of the 40 contestants. Yeah, and that
1: was that was the humbling part. And that part,
0: I believe that for sure. You know, right. it's like I'm I got in great, but like let's see what happens. And at the same time she was studying in earnest to continue her degree whatever that was. I can't mm-hmm. even remember, mm-hmm. but that she was going to continue to do that because she knew it wasn't a guarantee.
1: Right, and she she was scared to take the the next level of test that she had to take for school because she was afraid she was going to fail him because she came from the states where education is not as good. And this is a truth. Like, I remember this. Yeah, can we talk about education in India and what makes it so different? So I
0: remember this from when I was a kid when I would go to visit my cousins in India that I would go to school with them because, you know, like... What else was I gonna do? I wanted to hang out with them during the day. And I loved school actually, I thought it was fun. And so I got to kind of like see the rigor of the classes in India. Yeah, what did
1: you notice? I mean, I
0: don't remember specifics, but I do remember thinking like they're way ahead of where we are in math and English and every subject in in India there the expectations for the homework assignments and all those things were like way more rigorous like they were just further ahead you know and this is of course is at a certain class which I get the impression that like the class that my family is in India, And what my mom grew up in is similar to Priyanka. Right. So like this is, of course, like, you know, middle to upper middle class type of thing. I don't know what the education system is like for students younger than that. I don't even know if those schools I went to with my cousins were private or not. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the structure was with that. But
1: I think the thing that I think is interesting when I was reading this book, and I'll bring it up with Tiffany Moon, Mm From Real Housewives um, of Dallas. Real Housewives of Dallas. And I think the way I grew up and the way I'm parenting my kids is because like, like school was so important mm-hmm. to, to my dad. Mm-hmm. Like I had to get the best grades. Like there was no, there was so much pressure. Yeah. And I have to admit that that pressure made me get the best grades. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it stresses you out. It is. Did you find that? And it's like, what, how, I am i don't know how to raise my, I'm toying a lot with how to raise my children because I don't want to stress them out the way I was so stressed out. Like I couldn't sleep and stuff like that. That was part of my insomnia.
0: I think that this whole narrative of like the tiger mom, which like Mm -hmm. is automatically put on like East Asian cultures because the book was written, you know, that whole term is like, an East Asian mother thing, but it also applies mm. to South Asian moms stereotypically. And then also, you know, there are obviously parents in America who are white, who also have yeah. high expectations for their kids.
1: I think like, I want to clarify for my dad is he grew up really poor. And yes, like my okay. grandpa, yeah, he dropped out of school when he was 13. Cause he had to work, you know, to, support the family and so it's like my dad went to medical school so he was like this is the way it is like you gotta work your ass off totally
0: and I mean I think that immigrant families often feel that in a new place like what are the tools I can use to further myself and my children it's like education is an obvious one it's like if you excel in school it opens doors for you to like get which
1: I believe yeah how much do you believe that
0: I mean, I think it's important to get good grades and stuff. I do think that like our whole educational system is kind of fucked up and like the yeah, increased, just constantly increasing testing and how important that is. Right. Testing, standardized tests don't really no, measure anyone's uh, ability and it often just makes people feel worse about themselves.
1: I agree. So can we talk about the pressure that you're parents put on you like did they put pressure
0: growing up in a first generation indian family like there was a lot of pressure to get good grades and do well in school but you know my parents also are very artistic so they like understood that i was really into the arts and music and that that was happening simultaneously in addition to my education and at certain points like for me personally that took precedence over getting an a plus in every single class Interesting. and like you know like i would get a b plus every once in a while or yeah. something and they would be really disappointed in me and i kind of had and it was hard for me like yeah. to see their disappointment but i was also like i somehow saw at that time that i was like my grades are not everything. They do not define every part of me. And like, I will still be able to do all these things and whatever. And I was still able to like go to a college that like gave me a great education. And I've always been a believer in like the humanities and like how important it is. Right, And
1: that's what your college really did. And that's really, but then can I ask, so like how does your parents like state that like, my dad used the fear of God of like Like
0: literally God.
1: <laughs> well, no, it was more like if you don't get all A's, mm-hmm. you're gonna be not be able to support yourself. You're
0: gonna be like on the street. On the street. Yeah. Like
1: how did your parents did they talk about their upbringing? Did they talk about coming to the States and they did it for you? Like the you know, and Tiffany Moon, she and I'm not saying you guys are similar at all. Yeah. But, you know, Tiffany Moon was like my parents said, yes, they came here for me and I have to live. I have to jump over this bar and I will do it over and over again. Yeah,
0: I think that I had a version of that, but it wasn't that extreme, I think. So like the thing about me is that like, mm. even though I wasn't getting like straight A's on every single report card or whatever. I was still doing really, really well. Can and I ask
1: how your brothers were doing? Would they mind if you talked about them? Well,
0: they were all, so my, my oldest brother is like a fucking genius. Right. So he's like, and right. he, he's done everything the way they wanted to him to, you mm-hmm. know? Straight A's, like went to Berkeley, then like, Did his PhD in applied math is now like a tenured professor at UPenn, you know, like he's doing it right in the in the in the stereotypical whatever. My other brother, also very smart, did really well in school. He's an architect and he had an artistic thing, too, you know, Mm -hmm, but that translated mm -hmm. the thing that my dad always said to me. He was like he always used the word, you need to have a profession. And I think what he meant by that was you need to have a career that's viable that will allow you to like support yourself and your family. And so, um, Mm -hmm. and, and he didn't ever have that standard differently for me than my brothers because I was a girl, which was really important to me actually. So I always saw that maybe
1: in other South Asian families. Yeah.
0: Yes. Like I've seen that in other families, like even within my extended family, I've seen that. So I was lucky not to have that, but I, that stuck with me. You know, I was like, of course, I wanted to pursue music as a creative creator But I also, when I graduated from college, I was like, I'm going to get a day job because I need to be doing two things simultaneously Mm -hmm. to like make sure that I'm not just because I know that a career in the arts as a performing musician is not a guaranteed thing at all. Mm -hmm. But within that, so I was like that profession thing was in the back of my head. But I was like, I'm going to try and work in the nonprofit world in arts education. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where my career has left me. That became my profession. Okay,
1: so they never made you feel bad that like you worked for a nonprofit or like you weren't a doctor. Oh, I feel
0: bad about it. No, I mean like this is a very typical thing for first generation people like me. (laughs) Someone else on staff at the community radio station I work at, she is Persian and she's always like, my parents like, they don't even know what a nonprofit is. They have no right. idea what I do. Like, they they don't even really have an interest in it. And it's kind of like the same deal with my yes. parents. Like, they know that, like, I'm on the radio, that I'm the music director, that, right. you know, like, these things. But they don't really know what being, right. working at a nonprofit, managing people, managing volunteers, they, they like, don't know what that is. And they don't yeah. really have an interest in it. And that's okay. Right.
1: right. And that is okay. Like,
0: I think it's... And so Priyanka's parents... Okay,
1: yes. I
0: feel like they were very oh, invested yeah. in is her... Is that
1: normal? Yeah, I mean... But, like, to accompany comp- a and just be like, I'm gonna just do it for you and put myself on the back burner. So
0: that's, like, stage mom type... That's like stage parent type behavior, which I think was running in the background, which is the story that she doesn't really tell overtly. Talk
1: to me more about what do you mean? Because I'm a little confused. They wanted her to be a star. The pageant thing
0: was like, the parents knew Priyanka's pretty, she's talented, she's poised, she could be a Bollywood star let's get her into the world of performing via pageants because that opens Do you opens want to know how I
1: digested it? Yeah. Because is this what the way I think she presented it was – Whatever we do, we do 110%. I can Mm -hmm. be like milking a cow (laughs) and my parents are going to be like, this is the exact proper way. And it just happened to be this Miss Universe pageant. But you're saying. I think they designed it. They saw stars in their eyes. I think that I don't
0: think that they saw it as like, I don't want it to seem like really bad. I think they saw it as an opportunity no, for their daughter to like make a career for herself in a society where women are expected to just marry for the That's most actually part, a very important. I think point they that you- saw this like a, this is an opportunity for Priyanka to like
1: right s- do
0: something yes. that could make her really happy, especially because she had this interest in the arts and performing and things like that. You and know, we should
1: say that like the thing, the reason why she left America was because she was bullied so yes. much and made fun of for being a brown, brown. girl a brown teen mm-hmm. um and she her self esteem was so low yeah that i'm wondering if that transcended into the decision for the parents to be like this is what we're going to do yeah i think they wanted
0: to protect her like you want to protect any parent wants to protect their daughter they said they saw what, how much pain she was in. Mm-hmm. They brought her back to India. And I think, you know, when your child is in a fragile state like that, I imagine you want to help them along. But also, like, her parents seemed like they were good at, like, listening to her and what she yes. wanted.
1: They're very aspirational parents, yes. I should say. Yes. I am not knocking them down. I think as a parent, I'm trying to figure out the formula. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how do Does I that do that? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like, okay, so they... did. Like, how did they make her want to study hard? How did they make her passionate? How did they make her go into that pageant giving the 110% that they wanted her to and having that discipline? I think they saw like this is an opportunity
0: that plays to her strengths and her interests. Right. Like, Priyanka wanted to do those pageants. She didn't seem that interested. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. And that's what, I, that's what I'm going to say, is I don't... She, se- she makes it seem like she wasn't that
1: interested. Like, she s- makes it seem like she was aloof. Like, uh, what?
0: Yeah, but I think, obviously, she was taken with the whole world, and she wanted to win, you know? She, of course. Everyone wants to win. I think she felt like a fish out of water in some ways. Right. But I think she... She wanted it, you know? She She wanted it. And so the way she presents it is like, oh, whatever. But I think she was invested in it. I do. I feel like you don't go that far without being invested in it.
1: And I, I appreciated, like, it just keeps on touching, she keeps on touching upon how well spoken she is, mm-hmm. and, like, her confidence in herself, like, I wish I could be like, I did that because I'm so, like, I'm so well spoken, like, yeah, that is, and <laughs> no, I'm not no. trying to knock it, I'm more <laughs> like, how do you get that confidence?
0: I know, and so she talks about, like, one thing I did really appreciate was, like, so she wins... It's not Miss Universe. She got Miss India World. No, she was Miss India World, and then she won Miss World.
1: Right, and then she went, and that was, it was in 2000 when all three people that represented India in their individual pageants that they were going off in, Yeah, they all won. Miss
0: Universe, Miss World, and Miss like South Asian, Southeast Pacific, yeah, something like that. So what was cool, I liked the story where she was like, I didn't love the bathing suit part of it. Mm -hmm. I felt objectified. I felt uncomfortable. And so she wore at the Miss World competition a full piece with a sarong, totally covered up, like as much as she could cover up in a bathing suit. And she was like, this is what I feel comfortable doing and this is what I'm doing. And she won the pageant. So I thought that was cool. Like I just like that she sort of, was like I don't feel comfortable doing the bathing suit portion at this time, like in like basically in a two piece bathing suit. I think and- it's really
1: interesting because um I I recognize my own because I was obsessed with watching pageants growing up. Like oh, when you were. oh my god oh, in like the eighties and like the early nineties. If, like, miss not, I w- didn't watch it obviously in the 2000s because I was just a little older. If I saw someone in a One Piece and then in my head, just because I was grown up in this anti feminist, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, just anti female, but if you're female, you have to be super sexy. Yeah. I saw someone in a. F- one piece I would be like in my head like they're never gonna win and totally and she she probably saw that too and was like this is a
0: risk but I'm doing it right and she still like I think that just speaks to how that it factor that she Mm -hmm. has clearly that allows her to kind of transcend the rules in some ways to get what she wants and so she won, and this kind of launched her career, I think. Becoming mm-hmm. Miss World was like automatically you're thrown in front of all these important Was she people. Miss World or Miss
1: Universe? I get confused. She was, let's see here. Which is the one? Miss World. Okay. Miss World. Okay, I keep so, on saying apologies. I keep on saying Miss Universe. In year
0: 2000, she was crowned Miss World, which means that she... So immediately, she's going on all these press tours. She's kind of like she's getting in beauty scripts pageants.
1: offered to her and movies. So, so then
0: Bollywood starts, and the scripts start coming to her. She starts like the Bollywood circuit. And without getting into all the details of that, like basically, she in the course of a few years becomes a major Bollywood star. Like she's doing four movies a year, blockbusters, like really hitting it big with all the big stars in Bollywood. I think that
1: was what was interesting is she said that their work day was, is it true that's five and a half to six days a week?
0: I think that's true for any actor who's on a
1: set. But she said in India, is that just Bollywood or, because remember that part, she goes, people were surprised because when she was doing Quanticum or is it Quantico? Quantico. Yeah. She was doing Quantico and then flying back to do the Bollywood movies. And she was working all the time. And she said, no, but in India... We do five and a half to six day work weeks. Oh, uh,
0: I don't know about that, but I believe it. There are definitely workaholics out there for sure. So I could see that being true. But I, th- I thought she was just saying that that in comparison to just her, an actor, Hollywood.
1: Um, but I don't know.
0: Right. I can't and, remember and the I, details. I really
1: appreciated the Bollywood stuff because a lot mm-hmm. of like titles kind of flew past me, and I was like, kind of like making mental notes, like, oh, I want to see that one. Especially the one where, that she won the award for, but I forget the name of that. Yeah. and But I thought it was interesting just because. So what tickled my fancy is the uh, Bollywood Wives show yes. that we covered
0: mm-hmm. is,
1: you know, everyone's hinting of these really dark sides of Bollywood and like, yes. I need a tell all book. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean?
0: Well, okay, so here's the juicy part of all what? of this. Okay, so first of all, she talks about the nepotism that goes right. on in Bollywood. And and it is it is a feat for someone who is not one of the cons, who is not a Kapoor, mm-hmm. who is not in these big Bollywood families to get these huge roles. Mm-hmm. Like, that was actually a really big deal that she was able to do that. She talks a lot about how she would be put on a cast for a set and then she'd show up the first day and the lead actor would be like, actually I want my girlfriend to play your lead. So you're out of the movie.
1: That is like that happened
0: to her at least twice. I think, which is crazy. But then, okay. But she still transcends to become like one of the hottest Bollywood actresses out there now. Well, Okay, I'm going to bring this up a little bit later mm-hmm. b- when we talk about her dating history because it's she left this out and <gasps> it's interesting what? when we talk about her trajectory. So, in her life, okay, so Bollywood is big for her of like course. through, you know, a decade of that really and then starting in like it was around 2012 or so, she makes the transition to America. And what I totally had no idea was that her transition to American pop culture was not through TV and film, but initially it was through music. Right. Did you know that? No. I had no
1: idea. She was trying to make it here.
0: As a singer. Yeah. And so she was kind of like her initial meetings with American execs were like music executives right. and she was teaming up with these music people and like putting out singles and stuff. And like she says in the book very clearly, like I realized after a couple of years or so that this was not my calling and like mm-hmm. maybe I'll get back to music someday, but that's not that's not my path mm-hmm. right now. But so that was really wild to me. And I was kind of like, what a weird thing to do. Right. And then from there, she lands the Quantico role through like getting in with ABC somehow. And Have then Have you
1: heard of Quantico?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Deanna. You
1: know- <laughs> I've never heard of <laughs> I, I okay, like, feel like Quantico? I'm pretty in touch.
0: Quantico is a show, I think it's on ABC. No, it ended like a couple years ago, but this was a big deal. Maybe I was aware of it because, and she says this several times, it was a big deal. Of the like network TV shows that came out at that time, they all had white leads, except for Scandal with Kerry Washington Mm -hmm. and then um, Quantico, which had, Priyanka as a lead, the first South Asian born person to have a lead on a network drama. Wow. I think Mindy Kaling was before that with, but she's Indian American. Right. So um, so this is kind of a big deal that someone and this is so crazy. It's like I'm Indian. I go to India mm-hmm. like with my family to visit and stuff. I didn't know who Priyanka was until she was on Quantico. Mm-hmm. Because it was now in America, so the fact that she kind of made the transition from Bollywood to Hollywood, and she's like the first kind of like right. Indian-born woman to do that, it was a big deal. I think to see like this South Asian woman being the lead on a network it's show, huge. it's like huge. a big network show. Um, it was big for the Indian. American community for the Indian community in general. And she talks about how she's really proud of that. And she absolutely should be, be. but it also, so she, she joins Quantico and, and now she's the Priyanka Chopra. We all know she's super famous in America. She's like probably one of the most famous South Asian women known in Hollywood. So it's kind of like, okay, so she made the transition through music and stuff, but it's like, why did she make the transition? from being one of the biggest Bollywood stars Mm -hmm. to starting from square one in America. And she doesn't talk about that. She doesn't. That's actually... But But it is... I have to... uh, No, you say what you want to say and then I'll get into it. I
1: was just gonna, like, from what? Because, you know, I was just, like, used to be... I'm always into... You know, you and I are into music. And I just, like, always read, like the Rolling Stones, I'm going to say all these white bands from England. Yeah. And they would always just be like, we're huge here, but we really want to be big in the States. Because that is like, because this is like all eyes, I'm not sure anymore, but all eyes used to be on us, right? Yes. And I
0: think that definitely in the pop world, the like top 40 music world, like, you know me, I'm all about the underground. And I, I think like, like 42, you know, the top 40 world, though, yes, is like America is kind of the gold st- standard for that for that type of commercial success so she I mean she came to the music industry in America with top 40 in mind because she's wh- coming from Bollywood what
1: she want when she has everything there is it just a new challenge well so
0: that's what I'm gonna say and I before I say that is like it does make sense that she would get in with music because Bollywood movies that she were was in she's they they have like they all have like hit singles from them like Bollywood movies are not just stories they have dance that may,
1: which I didn't really connect about that before this book yeah
0: so music and dance is in almost every Bollywood movie there's more of just like straight up dramas now but like yeah dance numbers musical numbers is a big thing so she's like bringing that to America so She in the part of the book where she talks about Nick Jonas, she says very distinctly. She mentions some past relationships, and she says, "Out of respect for them and our relationships and whatever, I'm not going to get into that. Like it's it's not relevant anymore, really, because I'm in this marriage. But I'm like Google. Thank you, Google. (laughs) Who'd she date? So okay." This is so wild. Okay. So, should I guess? Especially, me, let's do a guessing no. game. Deanna, your mind is going to be blown. I have been this, waiting to need... tell you this. Can
1: I guess? Give well, me okay. hints. Uh,
0: let me. So, there's been several men. The first few were Bollywood actors okay. who um, I don't actually know them, um, but in her younger years, like, let's, we're starting in 2000, really. Like, she was dating probably people she was on set with. I don't know how long those relationships were, but there were like, I think, three Bollywood actors that she was linked up with. Then there was someone who I want you to guess.
1: I love this game. Okay. And
0: then, but then her most recent relationship before Nick Jonas, I think, was with Tom Hiddleston.
1: Okay, I could see that. Before or after Taylor? Taylor. Taylor Swift. Uh, oh shit! Wait, didn't they date? I think you're right. I'm doing the. Google. I forgot about Remember? that.
0: She broke up with him in 2016, from what I have.
1: That must tell. have been okay. So they were. To, yep, they were together. I think in 2017. So it was one Taylor after- and Tom. Taylor. <laughs> Taylor yeah, and Taylor Tom. And- <laughs> TT. Okay, so Priyanka was pre-Taylor.
0: So so, and I think they were in a fairly serious relationship. And before that, she was also been linked to Gerard Butler, but I think that was maybe a short lived thing. And okay. he's gross. Um, he is gross. Okay,
1: but I actually know someone who slept with him.
0: Ooh, you do? Like yeah, personally? Yeah. Tell you off air. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fun. Okay, so um, <laughs> in between the Bollywood men and Tom Hiddleston slash Gerard Butler, and maybe there was one more. I don't know. She is rumored to have had an affair with a very prominent Bollywood actor.
1: Oh, I won't know this.
0: Oh, yes, you will. Who? Think to your fabulous <gasps> lives knowledge.
1: Chunky. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, my Chunky's God. so fabulous. Chunky's hot. I
0: have to say, oh, but he's so fabulous. Okay, his, it's his... not Chunky. Who? Shah Khan what SRK at the end Shah Khan who like Gary Khan's husband right wait wait
1: but how like would biggest they had-
0: Bollywood actor wait, were ever they affa- having an affair you said? okay yeah okay so the rumor is and everyone believes it and I think I do too is that Priyanka and Shah Khan met on a set and and they got very close with one another. And if they didn't have a real affair, they definitely had an emotional one. And then Gori Khan cut it off and was like, you cannot see her anymore. And this was at the time that she made the transition oh to America. Oh my God, there are
1: pictures of them together. Okay,
0: so they have the affair, alleged affair, which... At this point, I think it definitely happened, and Gori Khan was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're cutting it off." She ices Priyanka out of the Bollywood industry. She becomes the enemy for everyone. Karan Johar, who the the guy who's a friend, he puts out this whole smear campaign about Priyanka. Oh,
1: Kar, of course he does. If there was anyone on that show. <laughs> To spread bad vibes it- and call out someone, <laughs> right? Yes. So they ruin
0: her career. Oh <gasps> So she needs to start over. and it's the exact timing that she makes the transition to trying to become a pop star in America. And I'm telling you that's how she made it here. That is that was the impetus for her to leave Bollywood was to, because of this affair that she had that got her shunned out of the Bollywood industry, and so she had to make the, a transition.
1: And so the way she addressed it to in the book, which she does she doesn't. Is what you said prior. Which is what? Well, she's like, I had a bunch of relationships. It's not fair to mention their names. No, and so, like, there's...
0: If you Google the Shah Rukh Khan, Priyanka Chopra affair, there's all the stuff that comes up. The most telling thing is that um, she in an interview she was wearing a jacket and she says this is my airport jacket I wear it all the time it belonged to an ex-boyfriend
1: why would you say that
0: there is a picture of Shahrukh Khan wearing that jacket from like several years earlier
1: why would you say that that is like because she's bitter
0: I think she probably didn't think there was photo evidence like that. A photo of him wearing the jacket would ever come up as well. Or maybe she did. I mean, I want to say here that, like, if she had an affair with Shah Rukh Khan, like,
1: I don't. That's their business. Whatever.
0: That's totally yeah. fine. But I think that a lot of India, I mean, Shah Rukh Khan is the crown jewel of Bollywood. You said that
1: he's like the. the did you say George Clooney? yes he's like the George Clooney if not like
0: even more than that
1: right like he's like Obama she like yeah she like
0: fucked with Obama and Michelle in India that type of thing you know like so she got like destroyed and I'm kind of like you know what how about Shah Rukh Khan he had that affair like let's what why does his image get protected why does she get shunned out of Bollywood Anyway, so she doesn't really talk about that in it, but that is reading between the lines.
1: Because she's really recording. She's recording in, an, in America and London. That's where she's recording her album when she was working on it.
0: Yeah. And and like what a weird transition to make after being such a huge actress in Bollywood. It's because she had no options after she was shunned by all these people. So what that like doesn't isn't that so interesting especially that after is, watching the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. So
1: sad.
0: It's really sad. It makes me really feel for her, like because of course, like having an affair is not a good look on anyone, but it's anyone. like she's getting the the brunt of everything. Like Shahrukh Khan. And we don't
1: know if there are promises.
0: No, we don't know on his
1: end. Yeah, we don't know anything. Right. All
0: I know is that he. He is extremely charismatic. She's obviously very charismatic. They obviously, if they had a relationship, I'm sure it was just like fireworks all day, you know? Like, I'm sure their energies were just like...
1: When we say fireworks, we mean sex. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like all day. (laughs) Oh, that kind of bums me out. Why does it
0: bum you out?
1: Because it's something like... Like memoirs kind of bum me out because I know it's just like what they want you to know. And I'm always like hoping for more. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bum me out so much as like, yeah, like what you're saying is like that's why her career ended.
0: Yeah, and but but she's turned it into this kind of amazing story where now she's like even more famous than she was before because right? all of so, America knows her now too.
1: Is she doing Bollywood movies still?
0: So then she talks about how she started. Her mother started a production company, a film right. production company recently called like Purple Pebble that's Pictures right. or something. That's that's right. And so she's doing stuff through that, some and she's doing is that why that is
1: doing such small projects and not the big Bollywood?
0: It's smaller projects. She's not doing like the big Bollywood films anymore, but she doesn't need to. Like right. she has she is the brand now. So like she is doing more like art films, things about specific places in India. She's done White Tiger, The White Tiger, which if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Um, it really is an excellent film. I th- I'm
1: going to watch it because I, I need to just stomach it. But I've started watching The Watchmen. And so I'm like, if I could stomach The Watchmen, I could stomach this. Yeah,
0: it's hard. Like, it's a very tragic story in many ways. But what I really loved about it was what an honest depiction it was of Indian life, not just for the super elite, Mm -hmm. but for this man who is of the poorest ranks, a driver, like very interesting to see the class relations and how it all manifests. And, and, you know, I, I give her a lot of respect for recognizing what an important story it was Mm -hmm. and wanting to be a part of it and making sure it got onto the world stage. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think she's a very complicated person. Like, I had the same feeling reading the memoir that it's like memoirs in general are kind of yeah. like fluff pieces. It's like, they are. I want to, this is what I want you to see about me, and this is a story I want you to believe. Right. But it's like, you have to remember that she's obviously leaving out these huge aspects of her life and career that tell the other side of the story and it's
1: always the so like there I read a lot of memoirs right now I'm reading Bobby Brown's memoir which is really Mm -hmm, interesting mm -hmm. but like I always think like what you said it's like everyone's the hero like I'll never forget like I read Keith Richards and his his hero status was I did a lot of drugs, but it never affected my work ethic or playing in the Rolling Stones. And it's
0: like,
1: like, uh, what? Wait, what? Like that is wild. And
0: and you know what? Most people are going to read that and be like, Totally.
1: And in in his reality, that is true.
0: So that's an interesting thing, too, is like it gives you a perspective into how this person sees themselves. Yeah. Because the story they want you to believe is the story they believe about themselves. They tell
1: themselves. And this is this is. Going back to the Harry and Meghan Mm -hmm. thing that we talked about and what I was trying to explain, like on our Patreon episode, which you should sign up for Family Karma cast. But it's important, I think, for me to realize, just especially with what I'm doing and and just like reading these memoirs and trying in pop culture, Mm -hmm. is like no one sees themselves as the racist villain. No, no one's ever going to or no one's going to see uh, a monarchy that they have worshipped and been a part of or like, you know, given tax money to not nobody, but a lot of people won't see them as racist villains.
0: No, they, it's very hard to like, it's impossible really to like see yourself through other people's eyes and like or like really, you know, we all have egos right. and it's it's difficult to like Really accept some some of the less glamorous parts of ourselves, which
1: is I think why the Housewives is like is what you watch the 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 play by play of certain instances, and then yeah. you watch everyone thinking they're the hero.
0: Yeah, and you see all sides of it because like pop culture is so public right. now, is you can see like. What they, what the edit gives you from Bravo. And then you see how they're reacting to it on Twitter. And then you see like what was actually happening, like the photos of them and whatever. Like it's all intertwined. So it's kind of an interesting, like anthropological scene I'll just
1: dip this in because I was texting you about it before is like I'm watching Cynthia's like like it's the day before her wedding Cynthia Bailey from Real Housewives of Atlanta Mm -hmm. she was having over 180 people at her pandemic wedding and she (laughs) indoors indoors (laughs) and she is listing off why she doesn't think it's a big deal yeah Like, like because she really does not it's like you cannot
0: like you tell yourselves the stories you want to hear and it and we all do it and we all do it um so let's talk about her relationship with nick i do want to say one other thing though that and yes. she's she's broken a lot of barriers in this kind of like really zany way you know like I truly believe that she had the whole scandal with Shah Rukh Khan mm-hmm. not happened she would still just be a really big Bollywood actress to this day but that happened forced her to make a transition and now she's like broken into the American market Can we
1: talk about like okay so he's a man she's a woman and like yeah. but like the po- did we discuss like touch upon specifically the power dynamics in that relationship well, I know we talked about the after-effect but going into it the different power dynamics. Well
0: absolutely he's a he's a fucking giant in Bollywood right. and she's big on her own but she's a woman. She's a woman. He's a man. He's getting the bigger paychecks. He's he's controlling he's in the, the industry. industry he's part of the Khan dynasty right. and She says in interviews also, she said, there's an ex that I have who I really look up to and everyone thinks it's Shah Rukh Khan. And so, you know, and she says, and she also has admitted that like growing up, there's also a kind of big age difference. She grew up with him being the sex symbol that she was watching as a young girl. Do you know
1: what that reminds me of? What? A little bit. Hmm. Katie Holmes when she and talked tom about cruise. how much she loved Ugh. yes she said that she had a poster i mean this could have all been scientology fluff that they made her say yeah but it's she kind of- <laughs> said when they were engaged yeah she had a poster of tom cruise yeah. on her wall and she wanted to marry him
0: that's like that's like if i married ben affleck
1: <laughs> but ben affleck's not part of like this Crazy cult or like huge Hollywood? System. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's like the
0: same like my teenage girl crush turning into a reality of someone who's actually actually he's if only you like ten-
1: married. You would do it. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would 100% of course, marry him. You would be grabbing <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I just want to, yeah. Okay, so I mean, he's also only ten years older than me. Like, there you go. It's well, I'm gonna Google Shah Rukh Khan's age. Actually,
1: I think Shah Rukh Khan is very handsome.
0: He's very handsome. And he's he's so also charming. 55 years old, and she's 37, 38. So she's so that's 18. like an eight, 17, 18 year difference, which is significant. Yeah, especially when you're having an affair, which is already like she is she's coming up in the industry still he's the big gun would
1: you consider that having an affair with your boss
0: there were probably dynamics where that was happening I think they met as co-stars but it's like
1: how many movies do you think they did they just do one movie do we know how many movies that they did together I don't
0: know but it was at least one Maybe a couple.
1: But then you do the press tour and that's when things get. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same as there as Hollywood. No, it was absolutely,
0: they were, they became confidants. And he says like, we became very close. Like we were great friends, but clearly something else was going on. And then Gori Khan cut it off. She was like, no more. And they have not been seen together since.
1: And I think it's like, also like, we can't, you know, you know what I believe that love is different, you know, for different people. Yeah. And so so, we don't want to even believe that it was like, I love you. You love me. And this is outside. Maybe it was just like, this is our business plan. This is getting in the way of yeah. our business. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like our business making money and yeah. your image. Like, this needs to stop. You can have an affair with other women. Like, we don't know.
0: Oh, I could one hundred percent see Gory Khan doing that. Being like, you're ruining that. Speaking you're of ruining like
1: our image,
0: like the J Lo A Rod business I mean, that's going the down. Patreon.
1: We'll have to wait because it could think different things could play out until we record our Patreon on Friday. But yeah. That's TK TK that's journalism
0: (laughs) speak for to come totally okay but what I was saying before that was that um Priyanka broke a lot of barriers Mm -hmm. because of her switch from being a huge Bollywood star to making it in Hollywood do we no one else
1: has done that
0: no one else has done that and it's sort of like this very unique situation that got her there Mm -hmm. and um I I thought it was really cool. They she has several like photos in the in the book of her life which are really interesting to look at. And what, one of the, them is that she's been on the cover of Vogue India several times, but then she made it onto American Vogue in January 2019. Right. She's the first Indian woman to appear solo That's on the wild. cover That's in wild. 126 years of the publication being in in existence. I'm looking
1: at the pictures too. Isn't that wild? And that is a gorgeous picture.
0: She's gorgeous. I mean, it's just like, I and I think that that happened in part part and parcel because she is a global celebrity, you know? She's huge in India and she's huge in the US and now everybody on this planet knows who she is. And like, as like, A brown woman, like that's that's a very powerful thing for the community. And okay, so let's talk about her and Nick Jonas. Mm -hmm. So, like, where were you when you saw the photo of them at the Met Gala? With the trench coat, so I'm
1: that bitch. I'm that bitch <laughs> that clicks. I when the Met Gala happens, I think it's the first Monday of May. Yeah, um, I'm that bitch that's logging on and yes. waiting for the vo- photos and refreshing my feed. Oh my god! You know, and to be totally honest, they didn't like. I I. I Like looking back at the pictures, I was like, oh, yeah, like they were there. But I don't remember like being focused on what they were wearing. Therefore, they weren't in my radar.
0: Well, so this is the crazy thing is like what I didn't realize about the trajectory of their re- relationship was that when all the news broke that, oh, my God, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are dating. Mm-hmm. The pictures that surfaced were of them from this Met gala appearance in 2018 where Ralph Lauren had designed for her and Nick and decided said, "Hey, you guys enter together." And and it looked like they're on a date, but they actually weren't. Mm-mm. And this was one of the first times they ever hung out, but they didn't actually start dating until like over a year later. Right. So, but the photos that came out when the relationship was announced were those ones from the, that Met Gala because it was their striking photos of them. So, the timeline was like, oh, okay. So they actually, that was them meeting that night, right. kind of. But they were
1: texting a lot before that. Yeah,
0: they they had, like, there were people, I guess, who kept saying to Nick, like, you should meet Priyanka. Right. And then eventually he DM'd her on Twitter and was like, we should meet. Like, everyone says we should meet. And then it was kind of a slow burn, like... They like would text a little and then they'd see each other every once in a while and then they like eventually started going on dates and stuff, and then and then it was like full speed ahead. Two months. Like within two months of them like seriously defying the relationship, they were engaged. Right. And then like I don't even know, it was like less than six months after that they were right. married.
1: Right. They, so it was in like, India. <laughs> Which I, you know, it's like the funny thing is, it's interesting to read memoirs mm-hmm. or do deep dives into something pop culture that you know about, but you don't know about, right? Yes. Like So the Jonas Brothers, I cannot name any <laughs> song that they sing. No,
0: I me neither. And me, no, no, I have no did, idea. Like, like I just know that they're Disney famous.
1: Movement, I was like too old for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um I knew one of them dated Miley Cyrus. I was unsure which one. I knew one d- dated Demi Lovato. I'm I'm still unsure. I think he dated Miley S-
0: Maybe. Whatever. Joe my Joe is yeah. I had
1: no idea the dad was uh uh what is it called? He's not a priest. He's a
0: minister. minister. Yeah, I didn't know that either.
1: No idea. Didn't know. I knew that they were from New Jersey because I was born in New Jersey. But like, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Here they are.
1: Like, I think, okay, this is what I was going to say at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think this was a smart, of course she's in love, we want to say. I think this was a really smart career move.
0: I 100% agree. And I think they both know that.
1: Do you think they? this is why they did it?
0: Okay, so one moment that stood out to me in their courtship, which she brings attention to, which I think is kind of telling of like, mm. we're in love, but also mm-hmm. this is business, is like... um she was with him partying on a boat one day and they were like all hanging out and whatever. And she had like a big meeting she had to go right. to and everyone was trying to get Nick to convince her to stay and miss the meeting and whatever. But this was like a big meeting and, and you know, they kept like kind of teasing him like Nick, just ask her to say, ask her to say, and he like pulls her aside and he's like, Priyanka, I want you to stay, but I'm not going to ask you to stay because I'm not going to ask you to put our relationship before your career. Like, I know that meeting is important to you. So, I want you to go to that meeting. Like, we'll all have dinner and then just come back afterwards. Mm -hmm. And, like, she kind of pointed that out as, like, this was when I knew he was the person for me. Like, She's very career and business-minded, like, and he is too, I think. And I think they really vibe on that level that it's like, I'm gonna, we, like, have this electric romance, but also, like, I'm gonna take care of you and your career, and you're gonna take care of me and my career. Like, I think that is a very important part of their relationship. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's a smart, like, thing? Because
1: it's, like, she was did a lot of work to break into the um like american music hollywood Mm -hmm. whatever system and like the jonas brothers are the jonas brothers they're huge they're huge they're especially amongst like a demographic that's younger than you and i like they and they've consistently kept people looking at them whether it's you and these two schmucks talking to you right now like that are way like can't name one song no but because will, like they were like
0: a little re- irrelevant for a little while and they've made a comeback
1: well I remember being at a bar uh-huh. well, where was I and it was like someone showed me a picture of like because it was like I'm so much older than Nick or whatever. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, he's just like this little boy that plays drums in that band, you know, and he's on the Disney Channel or whatever. Yeah. And then I remember like someone showed me a picture of him like with his shirt off. (laughs) And I'm not attracted to him, but I was like, okay, he's like grown up now, you know? And that's just he's like a man. He's like, oh, right, he's not a boy. He's a man now. And like Gay straight like eyes have been on him as yes I think he's the one Jonas he's the most that, attractive as an adult, yeah see I think the one with that one uh, they're they're not for me none of them aren't for me
0: Joe Jonas maybe is your favorite that's
1: the one not the oldest that's the middle He's
0: with Sophie Turner. Okay.
1: Yeah, they're just not... All of them are not my thing. But, like, <laughs> I still see them as little... They're just one of those things that I can't see them as, like, little boys. Yeah, 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 Do you have yeah. people like that in pop culture where you're well, just Well, like- I mean,
0: yeah, because that's kind of who they... I can see Nick kind of more in an older vein. But he's still young. I mean, this is a crazy thing about their relationship, too, is the age difference. He seems very mature, but, yeah. He, do- he does but he is still 28. They got together when he was 25 or 24. Like, yeah, 24. Like, oh my God. You know, and and another interesting thing that she does. So she, at the end of the book, she kind of talks about how like I'm unfinished. Like she uses this metaphor of like my house is unfinished. There are these rooms that I want to fill still. And these are my things. And she doesn't say anything about kids or did I miss it?
1: No. And I think that's important. I think like, why should we be talking about that with her? Like why? you know? Well, well, she
0: does say, like in the part before she meets Nick that she had this kind of like she wants someone who's ready to have kids, but then she drops it later. She doesn't say it again
1: i I wonder if she wanted to have a child with um what's his name? Tom
0: Hiddleston
1: well, probably, probably. says
0: probably. I mean, I don't know, but it's just interesting to me that I've always thought like, I remember seeing headlines after they got married that it was like, babies are coming soon. And then I haven't heard anything recently.
1: But is it our business?
0: It's not. But in a memoir, you expect that someone who wants to start a family is going to talk about it. Well, that's what I'm saying is maybe she doesn't because she doesn't say anything. Or maybe she doesn't want to say it and then not actually follow through. And it
1: could easily be one of those things where it's just like, she produces a baby bump that's like six months along on Instagram one day. Like, we have no fucking clue. Or she might
0: be going through, like... Well, I'm just thinking about... This is where a 10-year age difference is not a huge deal, particularly... But when we're looking at biological clocks Mm. and general adult development between the two genders, or these two genders, I should say female and male, it's like, Nick does seem very mature, but he's also a man in his late 20s who like, when they met, he was in his early 20s. Like, does he want to have kids? Is he ready for it? Well, and
1: I think that's the thing. It's like, Again, this was one of those memoirs that just, like, could be written by a PR. Like, it's not, obviously. And she gets into a lot of heavy stuff. But, like, yeah. she doesn't. You know? It's, like... Yeah. It's, it's she on the surface she in many ways. You, She keeps you... She pulls you in and then she puts you at arm's distance. You know? Well, yeah.
0: And, and that's okay. You know? I'm sure she'll write another memoir. Yeah. And maybe in Unfinished, 20, baby. 30 years, like, she'll be more ready to kind of open up about something she doesn't want to talk about now and like who knows um it like memoirs are truly like they are pr they're pieces of like this is good pr that i can put into the world that will make me look better
1: there are some really good ones but this was th- this was good but it was just it was in depth obviously i learned a lot but it was like she does keep the reader at a a little a distance. And it's
0: like writing a memoir in your late 30s is an interesting move too. Right. You know. But so what's interesting is um I think a lot of a lot of people do not like her, particularly Why, from India. I don't Oh,
1: because of the drama. The drama,
0: and maybe I think some people think she's like very, and I, you know, maybe I think a little of this too, like she's a little like fake
1: <laughs> in some ways. How would you say she's fake? Just playing devil's advocate.
0: Like I just don't think there, the whole truth is in this story, mm. you know. And I, that's kind of what you were just saying is like we're not getting everything here. It's a little bit of like here, are all the good things. And she talks about hard stuff, too, as you said, but it's like it's hard stuff that you can spin to make it look good.
1: And and like to her credit, I was struck by it was interesting how, you know, her father passed away and she kept working. So she might not be able to dive into the hard stuff right now. And she, yeah, she maybe may she's not- starting to dive into it, but maybe not ready to share.
0: Yeah. And I think she she has a brand. She has a name that she's trying to maintain and stuff like that. Um, and she's
1: been burned by people before knowing about her private yes. life. So it's like... Yes. It's like, I'll just like... We can't... You know, when Meredith on Salt Lake City said, like, why would I share anything with this yeah, group? Yeah,
0: yeah. Remember? And, and we have to remember her position as a woman in an industry that is extremely chauvinistic. I'm talking about Bollywood, but Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. Hollywood and male dominated where women's roles have been to follow and play by the rules and do all these things for a long time. And she has had to kind of work against the grain in many ways. And, you know, that's not always going to look the way you want it to be. And, um, I understand that like some of the aspects of the book or maybe her life or whatever that seem a little like superficial or like not the way that I would do things. I'm kind of like in some ways I'm like, who am I to judge? You know, who like,
1: wh- yeah, it's like and it's like the
0: stuff she's been through. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know.
1: I don't know what it's like to watch your father die in front of you. I mean, that just sounds horrific. Yeah. Just that alone. taken from you, yeah. And like, we don't know. Like, I think, like my automatic assumption, like, like not my, I should say, my bias media bias was like, oh, he broke up with her, and mm-hmm. she was like, maybe like take, you know, but maybe she broke up with him, and he's like, take, totally. let's figure that.
0: Like, we don't know, we don't know, but like. Like you said, the power dynamics being what they were, like, and
1: that'll fuck you up. It was
0: likely that she was like in love with him,
1: yeah, or maybe he was in love with her. Uh, uh,
0: they, they probably was, and then she was the one who got crapped on. And this happens to women over and over again. The Britney doc, I mean, oh my god, you know, like this. These are the things we're learning, and like, and
1: we don't know the things that were thrown at her. Like the threats.
0: Let's hope and pray that she has the Britney. strength at some point. No, Priyanka <laughs> to tell her story okay. about Shah Rukh Khan. I want her, her to hard. tell it.
1: Can I say something? Yeah. So last night when I was trying to get to sleep, <laughs> I was thinking about Nicole Kidman. Okay. And I was like, because people are like, if only Nicole Kidman would talk. And it's like,
0: Oh about Tom
1: Yeah or Scientology And it's like Nicole Kidman went through hell Yeah And she's happy You know like Like she's Yeah, Yeah Probably so happy She is And like why should we expect her to talk about it?
0: No, Okay, so maybe what I'm trying to say is like... I'm
1: just saying that about Nicole Kidman and something I was thinking about last night. And I was yeah. like, because I... Because it, it came up because I was like, in my head, I was like, I would love Nicole Kidman to write a biography. Like, could you imagine? Oh,
0: I know. Well, I mean, I think what I'm trying to say is that... I. Th- I think I see these w- stories that women can tell about their experiences as a way of reclaiming the narrative and helping other women who might experience some of the
1: 100%
0: harmful dynamics that they experience to overcome them or see them before they happen or whatever, you know, like I think it's in the name of empowerment and using, like, a platform right. to help people. Now, that being said, if Priyanka doesn't want to talk about it 100%, no one needs to make her talk about and it. And we
1: don't know. I mean, like, you know, another thing is NDAs are thrown around yeah.
0: mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm.
1: And, right, we're seeing it with Madison and a oh, Like, yeah. in places that we don't even think of an NDA is going to gari was probably like look bitch you're gonna sign this
0: yeah and you're gonna go and you're gonna leave like your career is over
1: yeah or just like you're gonna sign this and we won't like like i'm not saying they would i mean she probably if she was fucking around with someone so beloved in bollywood yeah her family probably had death threats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. she probably had death threats. It's like, why would you want to totally. uncover Pandora's box in that sense? And and talk about how terrible that was. And then it's like, oh, yeah, mom's getting death threats. Brother's getting death threats. and Now Nick's getting death threats. Like, Well, I am here
0: to say that I don't know exactly what went down. Again, all this affair is a rumor at the end of the day. We
1: don't know, do we? We
0: don't know. It, I mean, I think if it is true, I do not think of her. No. I don't I don't think any ill will towards her for having an affair with Shah Rukh Khan. You know? Like, not at all. And
1: like, who wins? He wins, I guess? It's like, how could we like...
0: He gets off scot-free. He wins. Scot-free. And she gets thrown out of a huge multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah,
1: like garbage. And like, it's just so hard hearing her talk about the way men work and not yes. men in general, but like how she'd have to be there to learn her, li- know her lines, know her-, her cues. Be there at 9 a.m. And, and 9 a.m. And the men would show up five hours later and everyone's just waiting around for them. Not even five hours. She tells a story of how her male
0: co-star shows up at 4.30 p.m. Yeah. And he's not ready to go no. and the whole day is wasted. And then when she makes a mistake one day and ruins something because she didn't know it or whatever, she gets like thrown to the wolves.
1: We only know 5% of the yeah. bullshit she went through. It's that.
0: Yeah, totally. And you know
1: what? Maybe she was like, fuck Bollywood. I'm yeah. fucking done with this shit. Yeah, maybe she was. and it, Or and- maybe even like it took a while for her to think that.
0: Yeah, I, at the end of the day, I see her as um, someone who has persevered and done, made a lot of like inroads for South Asian women all Mm -hmm. over the world and in entertainment. And I really respect her for that. And I think she is flawed just like everybody is. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, yeah, it's, I, I, you know, I leave... I leave this just like um, I have respect for her. I see her as a complicated human being. I think there's more to her story. There's
1: more to her story.
0: And... it's a good read. I recommend people read it. I recommend people see The White Tiger. It's a I'm really going good movie. i to see, movie. and
1: I want to see that movie where she plays the boxer.
0: Yes. We need to watch some of her Bollywood movies. Oh, one thing that I do want to talk about mm-hmm. that she mentioned a couple times is that her and Mindy Kaling are working on a project, a comedy. Oh, I can't
1: wait for that.
0: And it's going to be kind of highlighting the differences between an Indian-American woman and an Indian-born woman who comes to America. Which is who they are, so um, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, so anyway, this this was our conversation about Priyanka. This was a
1: really great conversation, and like I love, you know, I love learning about her story, and I can't wait to see her in action.
0: In the coming months, we're going to cover. Um, some of these movies, we'll update you on social media so that you can watch them yourselves. But also, let us know like what you want us to cover in terms of like what she's been in or things that you really loved of hers, especially from her like Bollywood days, because we're really interested in that.
1: And um, if you've gotten this far, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to our
0: Patreon. That is our number one thing.
1: Yes, because if you've gotten if you've gotten this far, then
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, so you don't mind us. <laughs> in
0: case this is your first time tuning in or you don't know, we just started our Patreon, Thirsty 30 Pop Culture Chats, which we're doing once a week now, exclusively on that channel for $3 a month. You can tune into them every week. And um, we really appreciate the support. And I was a little confused because I actually hadn't used Patreon before. But what happens mm-hmm. is when you sign up for it, you get a a link to a like special podcast feed link that you click on and then it automatically adds that feed into whatever podcast app awesome. you're using on your phone or whatever. So it's really easy and then it becomes like a new podcast that you get the episodes every week that we upload. So we really hope that you'll subscribe. Um, we have a couple people already. We want a couple more. We really appreciate the support. Um, And yeah, I think that's it for this week. Are we ready? Namaste, bitches. Namaste,
1: bitches.